0: radio what's going on everybody we are back this is episode 229 of the Dark Windows Podcast.
1: You at made it like I know what episode is we're on. My name's Kevin. I'm Kevin, but <laughs> you Pretty made sure it. Pretty 229. Anyway. You, you made it like I knew what episode it was. I have no freaking clue. If
0: it wasn't before, it is now. So we'll just have two of them if, if that's the Screw case.
1: Screw it, you know? Um, Somebody will tell us, probably, yeah, maybe. I I'm don't sure. know. Um, Who knows?
0: But So we're going to have a thing to play at the end of the episode. Um, another, yes. another friend of the show has sent up a, a promo in for their show, so we're yeah. gonna play that shit. Okay, cool. So we'll do that at the end of the
1: episode. Okay. And we're also including oh spoiler, I'm gonna include it. We're gonna probably see if Kevin can include it. Um Kevin and I are gonna at the end of the episode towards the yeah, at the end. We're gonna watch a um, YouTube uh, video. Educational we're gonna, video. Yes. And we're I've,
0: gonna, I've rolled the A V card in. From the, the storage closet with the yeah. VCR, yeah. the big uh, strap yeah. of the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Some people will know what I'm talking about with that.
1: Oh, I, yeah. I definitely know.
0: We had to move the uh, the 600-pound overhead projector out of the way to put it there. Uh-huh. Yep. It's on one of those big 3M carts yep. you know, with a squeaky wheel.
1: Definitely. Or yep. it doesn't move at all and it slides.
0: I mean, yeah, still, because the wheels are locked and they've been locked because they're gross. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, we're going to uh, watch a... Little video and react to it because it has to deal with our topic this week. And if you happen to listen to two weeks ago's, right? Was it two weeks ago? That no, was last week. Oh, no, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago's uh, Patreon. If you happen to be a Patreon subscriber,
0: patreon.com forward slash dark windows podcast, $5 a month, and you can understand what we're talking about.
1: Yes. But if you happen to not, I will kind of give a little bit of background. So this week we're discussing the Tulsa quote unquote massacre of nineteen twenty one. Um or some would call it the nineteen twenty one Tulsa race massacre. Okay. It evolved it revolved around an area that was called Black Wall Street. Um now Black Wall Street for those that didn't listen to patreon patreon.com
0: forward slash dark windows podcast
1: <laughs> plug in the way a dog whistle yes <laughs> um is what we talked about and black wall street is uh, a section of tulsa okay it's the greenwood section of tulsa where a bunch of uh, black folk they bought up pretty much most everything in the area uh they set up shop, and they had everything from soup to nuts. I mean, they had. You had uh, what
0: kind of soup though?
1: Well, good soup.
0: Well, I mean, is there a is there a particular type of soup that black folk are more more prone to eating than than others? Fuck
1: if I know. Like,
0: are they they more into like minestrone or something like? That? I don't know. I don't know. I'm mean, gonna guess probably not not Italian wedding soup because it's also in the South, and that's a uh, oh that's a, that's a, that's a hearty soup. Um, I didn't want to say chicken noodle cause I thought that was sound racist, but everybody loves chicken noodle soup. I hate it. So. Fuck you. I don't you like you piece
1: of shit. Nope. I have never, Marxist. ever, I have never, ever liked chicken noodle Fucking soup. scumbag. Sorry. Boo this man. I know. Boo me. So, um, oh God, I
0: can't believe I'm friends with you still. Yeah, I know. Fuck, it's okay. Why? It's okay.
1: All this time. <laughs> you never knew. Blech. So, uh, Black Wall Street, like I said, was, they had everything. They had schools, uh, not, not only like elementary and high school, but they also had a college. Uh, they had uh, lawyers' offices. They had uh, dentist offices, mm-hmm. doctors' offices, all the different body part doctors. Yes, they. Yep. I mean, they had them, um, and they're all black folk that run them. Mm-hmm. They had grocery stores. They had a movie theater. Um, damn I don't, I don't know what they didn't have they i don't know if they even only one I didn't know I didn't you know thinking of it that I didn't see that they had would have been a uh automotive kind of like you know some a uh, car dealership
0: i mean car dealerships were kind of few and far between back then
1: yeah you know.
0: but i mean they still had vehicles i mean they had you know no i'm not saying they didn't have vehicles but deal back then you pretty much bought direct from the factory They didn't have you know I don't know. Dealerships. And when was this? 1921. Yeah, this this would have been buying direct from the factory. Direct from Ford? Yeah. So you probably would have seen like an ad in fucking mm. Sears, like the Sears Robux catalog, and you would have ordered it probably. directly through Ford.
1: Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Yep. But yeah, they had everything. Um, And uh, as I said in the episode, many of the white folk did not like the fact that these colored folk, or as they, you drop the N-bomb, you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: As a, as a, one of my favorite shows, anytime they have to read a quote that has that word in it, they just <clears> threw <throat> it, so.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I will say, I am going to say some quotes that have some words in them that uh, they're not mine, okay? Oh, dude, I'm going to bleep them just to make it sound like you actually said it. it but the real big part about uh, this whole area that the the people didn't like Was the fact that they were still under the thumb Of a lot of um, The white folk Like some of the um, some A lot of people worked For white people mm-hmm. You know Doing the, all the other stuff Yeah they lived in the area But they still worked other places Also the cops The right. cops were They didn't have their own police department oh, Of course not They had the Tulsa Police Department, which was primarily all white. Um, And actually, we're going to talk about them because they played a significant role in this whole thing. Uh, So, anyway, moving right on. Uh, That was Black Wall Street. Now, when did this massacre take place? It took place, well, 1921. But, to be more specific, it took place on the morning... Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me re- rephrase this. The incident that led up to the so-called massacre, okay? The incident that led up to it took place on the morning of uh, May 30th, 1921, okay? Okay. So this escalates pretty goddamn quick. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I, I'm semi-familiar um, with it, and it, it kicks off fucking fast.
1: Now, <clears throat> who it involved? It involved a young black man by the name of... Dick uh, Rowland. Shut off again.
0: Yeah, I actually shut it off this time.
1: Oh. Yeah. Who, uh, he was a, a shoe shiner, and there was a white woman by the name of Sarah Page, who was an elevator operator. I
0: couldn't have guessed she was white with a name like that.
1: Mm. Yeah, Holy never shit. Know. I mean, look at Satchel Page. You know, that the name
0: How many white people do you know named Satchel? I don't know. Zero. How I many how that. many black people do you know named Satchel? One. Just that one, and there's a reason for it cuz he was one of the best pitchers in the Negro League of all time.
1: He should have been like one of the best pitchers in the uh, MLB. He should have been, but he wasn't cuz bunch of dickheads.
0: Well. Again. It's a, the most home of the runs,
1: times it wasn't, you know. The most home runs of all time, you know, should be Josh Gibson. The guy had fucking 900 home runs.
0: Debatable. Because if you want to like lump them in, Hideki Matsui with and his career in Japan would have also hit more though. Between his career in Japan and and uh, listen, NLD. that's a shorter field. Oh, racist! <laughs> okay, it's because they're Asian, huh? No, no, the walls are shorter. You asshole! They can hit it just as far. They just can't jump over the walls as
1: high. No, isn't it? Statistic- isn't oh no it no they, 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 play, they
0: play like regulation size fields. Yeah. Okay, because yeah.
1: I. I ca- I wasn't, you know, I mean, David
0: Ortiz did hit like a 700 foot home run in one of them that the only thing that stopped it was the back retaining wall of the stadium. Yeah. But yeah, no, they play regular size fields.
1: Hmm. They don't play okay. on like fucking little league fields. Well, no, I just thought it was, it was shorter, like not, you know, the 400. Oh yeah. You know, it was shorter in, it was well, like I mean, they're three, all different dimensions, but yeah, they, they're still like a
0: generally same size as like a regular ballpark. Yeah. Okay. They hold more
1: people, too. I I could have swore that I heard from somebody that yeah. uh You're
0: welcome, Japan, for your love of baseball. So if it weren't for us.
1: I mean, so it's like football. You deserved it. But so, yeah, you're welcome for baseball. So, so it's like NFL, we have to thank uh Canada for what? The NFL. For what? They didn't invent football. Yes, they did. Who? The NFL. Bullshit. Yeah, they 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 ended up they they uh if
0: anything, we should technically thank the British because it's, it's basically rugby. Except now you have to, you know, you're, now you're allowed to be a giant bitch instead of, like, in rugby where you have to, you know,
1: be able to get hit and not be a giant a huge pussy about it. Because, I mean, that's kind of what football started off as. Exactly. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, once again, people involved in this <laughs> initial incident.
0: If you look it up on Wikipedia, you'd have your belligerents. <laughs> It'd be whites and blacks, and then it would have the numbers. I wonder if it had the commanders. You know, like when you look up, you know, you look up a battle. What are you talking about? You've never like looked up a battle on Wikipedia.
1: Fuck no, because okay. that's that's all fucking information that can be put in. You know, you can well, you can put in whatever. Dumb shit. No, no, no. Like you look up look up like the Battle
0: of the Bulge. Yeah. Okay, over on the right hand side of the page, it'll say belligerents, and it'll have like U.S., Germany. Then it shows you like. Force numbers, casualties, commanders, shit like that. Oh. Everybody that listens to this will know exactly what I'm talking about, except apparently you.
1: <laughs> yes, because I don't go to Wikipedia. <laughs> I go to Wikipedia for dates. No, because I... I Like,
0: with guys. I mean... You do? Yeah. No shit. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Everybody's gay now. Who cares?
1: <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, uh, the people involved in this initial incident were a black man by the name of Dick Rowland and a white woman by the name of Sarah Page. Okay. Now what happened that that caused the the whole thing to kick off? <laughs> absolutely
0: uh, nothing is what happened.
1: No. <laughs> that this is the one part that um that people kind of uh feel that they have they they know what happened, but no one really knows and so they, you know, they um make claims. Okay. Which is kind of kind of pisses you off because it it's like if you don't know what happened just say you don't know what happened. Well,
0: it's not how history works. You have to make something up if you don't know what happened. No,
1: you don't need to. You can just say, "Hey, I don't know what happened." You know? But um so anyway, so what makes it up is that one of those strange backwards it's like kind of like a uh not one of those straightforward stories like I said, um like so many this one's vague because it has different versions of what really happened. I think uh, now in this case, because it suffers from what I refer to as telephone syndrome. Uh, some people you may... just you
0: just come up with with that no. uh with that, no, no, that no. term
1: okay. Well, you kind of do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, it's the telephone game where you
1: know yeah, te- I heard it's... from
0: somebody yeah yeah. It...
1: Well, it's telephone syndrome, which is which is if you don't know what it is. Okay. It's okay because I'll tell you, telephone syndrome is, as I call it, it's when someone tells you a story and then you take said story and you pass it on, but because by the time it gets from the person that told it to you and then you tell, pass it on, there might be a day or so in between and you forget something. Yeah. So then you retell the story and it doesn't have the original piece in it, one original piece. So then, that third person passes it on, and it might miss something else. Then it's kind of like the telephone
0: keeps, game you play when you're in like elementary school. It
1: keeps going. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said it's kind of like the, it's I call it like this t- telephone syndrome because it's you know it's it's not a shut the fuck up. How I'm, about that? <laughs> um,
0: busted your balls, Jesus. Because it's a serious topic, and it's just we gotta like have fun with it. So,
1: um. So yeah, they you pass it on, and then eventually, by the time if the original person hears, you know, has the story come back to them, the whole story is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's not how it's supposed to be. Um, now this is the case of this event. The most accepted version of what happened is as follows: Dick Rowland accidentally, he walks into the elevator okay and he quote unquote steps okay on Sarah Page's foot in the elevator which uh, throws her off balance and when he reaches out to keep her from falling she screams right um and then he goes seen running out of said elevator. And she's all – she comes out all disheveled, okay? mm mm-hmm. um, And then it kicks off from there. Now, many Tulsans came to believe through media reports that Roland attacked Page, although no significant uh, evidence surfaced to sub- substantiate the claim. The incident wa- was further escalated by a local newspaper that encouraged the public to, quote, nab Negro for attacking girl on elevator. Yep. The next day in Tulsa, uh, next day, the Tulsa Tribune would throw more gas on the fire, pretty much light a match uh, on the fire, you know, to start the fire and then throw more gas on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They would print the story in their afternoon edition of the paper that Rowan, who had already been picked up by the police by that time, um, that in the afternoon edition, that he had actually raped her. Yes. Okay. Um, it is claimed that in this edition of the paper, they made the title of the article about Roland as, no, like I said, you know, still once again, everybody, not my words, to lynch Negro tonight. Okay.
0: Okay. So Negro is like, I don't know. There's
1: more. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: It's the other one that I'm like, oh, that's going to have a- don't it's gonna worry.
1: have a big spicy R at the end of it. And... There's gonna be one. Oh boy! I have to say it because it's part of the whole thing. I mean,
0: you could just not though. I'm gonna, and people will understand.
1: Well, it's just part of the whole thing, and if if a historian and some other people can say it, I think I can.
0: Yeah, but we're not historians. We're just assholes. Well, with day I'm... jobs.
1: Anyway, uh, by the by, that evening that that talk of the town, what well, uh, the talk of the town actually was to. Uh, Lynch Rowan. Talk soon turned to action. By 7.30 p.m., hundreds of whites gathered outside the Tulsa courthouse, demanding that the authorities hand over Dick Rowan, but the sheriff flat-out refused. Right. Uh, Around 8.20 p.m., the sheriff ordered a group of white men out of the courthouse. After this happens, the sheriff orders his men to guard the cell where Rowan is being held And the stairwells, just so that no one else can get in, okay? Yep. Uh, He would also shut down the elevator as well because, you know, if you can't get up the elevator, can't get up the stairs. Correct. You're not getting to the guy to lynch him. Yep. At about 9 p.m. after reports of dire conditions downtown reached Greenwood, a group of approximately 25 armed African-American men, many of, of them World War I veterans, went down to the courthouse and offered their services to the authorities to help protect Rowland. The sheriff, however, turned them down, and the men returned to Greenwood. Stunned and then uh, enraged, members of the white mob then tried to break into the uh, National Guard armory, but were turned away by a handful of local guardsmen.
0: Right. I mean, as you do, if, if you're getting ready to kick off a race war, national guard guard armor is a good place to break into sure you know i mean you you obviously are looking for guns yeah i mean we're, we're better to look mm. and Nowhere else better. hardware store at this point in time too would have worked uh, you know maybe they were still selling guns in hardware stores yeah you know back when it was still america
1: uh at about 10 p.m a false uh, rumor hit greenwood that whites were storming the courthouse this time a second contingent of African-American men, perhaps 75 in number, it's not really clear, uh, went back to the courthouse and offered their services to authorities once again. Yep. Once again, they were turned down. (laughs) No, no, no. Now... (laughs) We don't need you people here. This time, as they were leaving, a white man saw a black man with a gun, and he said to the black man, quote, What are you doing with that gun? The black guy then said... I'm going to use it if I have to. The white guy replies, no, you ain't. Then they tussled with each other, and, the, and a shot was fired. Don't know who fired the shot, right? but a, fu- a shot was fired. Uh, and that's when the riot began.
0: Well, yeah, that's, yeah. it's got to kick off at some point.
1: At about over the next six hours, Tulsa was plunged into chaos as angry whites uh, frustrated over the failed lynching began to vent their their rage at African Americans in general. Furious fighting erupted along the Frisco railroad tracks where black defenders were able to hold off members of the white mob. The unarmed African American man an unarmed African American man was murdered inside a downtown movie theater while carloads of armed whites began making quote unquote drive-by shootings. In black residen- residential neighborhoods. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that 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 checks out. I guess. Yeah, whites kind of did invent drive-by shootings. I mean, look at the mafia. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, they, they did have the rule though, where you had to stop and have one foot out to do it,
1: but I don't think these guys did. No. 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 Plus, I mean, they were not really like. This was, like, the Model T, the Model yeah. A. I mean, that's what... I mean, they really didn't... They were like, you know, hey, get in the fucking back, Junior.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that would have been, like, you know, old-timey gangsters would have been doing the same shit with the same cars.
1: Uh, well, a little bit of, I mean, yeah. You know. Somewhat of, yeah. I'll
0: tell you what, though. Uh, like, the Crips and Bloods definitely had some, like, fucking ballistics training or some shit like that because they figured out how to do it from a moving car without getting out of it. You know? That's how it goes, fucking ask Compton. Like, it's called praying spray, not all the time. Sometimes it's just like two shots fired and they hit them with both. Like, it's sometimes. I mean, you're not gonna hit shit from a moving car. So,
1: <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so, by midnight, fires had been set along the edge of the African American commercial district. So, this is uh, Black Wall Street, yeah, in some of the city's all-night cafes, whites began to organize for a, a dawn invasion of Greenwood. <laughs> During the early hours... We ride at dawn!
0: <laughs> Fucking load up the long ships and stuff. Yeah.
1: During the early hours of the conflict, local authorities did little to stem the growing crisis. Indeed, shortly after the outbreak of gunfire at the courthouse, Tulsa police officers deputized former members of the lynch mob And according to eyewitnesses, instructed them to, quote, get a gun and get it. I will say on that, I did see and watch. I, I watched a few documentaries on this whole thing, and I looked at different things. And others didn't mention that that's what they did. Um, at all, right? They kind of... Uh, w- really weird, but uh, local units of the National Guard were mobilized, but they spent most of the night protecting a white neighborhood from a fear from a feared but non-existent black counterattack. Shortly after Donna, on June first, thousands of armed whites had gathered along the fringes of Greenwood.
0: This is like reverse Black Hawk Down.
1: Mm. <laughs> when uh, Don. Don came they poured into the African American district looting homes and businesses and setting them on fire numerous atrocities occurred including the murder of AC Jackson a renowned black surgeon who was shot after he surrendered to a group of whites
0: that's bullshit
1: uh, at least one machine gun was utilized in the invading by the invading whites and some participants have claimed that airplanes were also yeah. used now okay now, um, I'll kind of come back to this. Yeah. I'll, I'll cycle back around, okay, and the attack. By the time the National Guard troops arrived in Tulsa at approximately 9.15 a.m. on the morning of June 1st, most of Greenwood had already been torched. Now, a very disputed fact of the events of the riot was that, like I just mentioned, planes mm-hmm. had been used. To drop bombs yeah, on Greenwood? Yeah, like okay.
0: dynamite and shit like that and uh, Molotov no, cocktails. No,
1: yeah. no, actually it wasn't dynamite or or Molotov cocktails. They actually said it was uh, uh, bombs or um, or uh, nitroglycerin. Same effect. A little bit different. Nitroglycerin, you just got to drop it and it fucking explodes. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you know. Um, I mean... Bombs, you know, release them, and they fucking both. Yeah, know.
0: Molotov cocktail, you let um, it drop it, and it. would.
1: Yeah, but I mean, this is like explosions, like boom. So, now I think this is one of those cases of uh, the telephone game, and this is where people would twist facts to suit their agenda to make the whole thing worse than it was. A gentleman that I listened to on a documentary about this said that uh, he – did not have a recollection of planes being used, but he also said that he was five years old at the time. So he doesn't, you know, I mean, as he yeah, said. he's a kid. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. But now another guy who's, he, he's, I guess he's an author, but he's not a historian, but he's also an attorney, claimed.
0: A lot of fucking hats.
1: That the evidence was strong. That the planes, uh, used, were used to drop bombs or nitroglycerin, like I said, uh, on uh, on people on the town. Right. Now, once again, some uh, someone, uh, thinking that they're right, but not knowing full details because no one actually knows these the full details of what happened because it's one of those ones where it happened in a. Section of America where people didn't give two sweet shits. Yep. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Chicago. It wasn't New York. Boston. Boston. You know, places like that. Kansas City, probably even by I mean, you can't even
0: say L.A. Because L.A. wasn't really a thing yet. No. You know.
1: No, but, you know, like Kansas City. Yeah. um, Places, you know, kind of like that. If it wasn't big places... They didn't care at all, you know. It wasn't it, whatever. Exactly, it's a over country. Yeah, things kind this of why do we don't campaign there. Things just kind of get swept underneath the rug, and why, you know, keep the history of it because, you know, it's it's a uh, a blight on our society. Yeah. Um, so I think right here we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and we'll come back, and we'll finish this up. Guardsmen assisted firemen in putting out fires. This is, you know back once again in the morning right okay early dawn hours um, so the guardsmen you know jumped in helped the firemen put out fires took African Americans out of the hands of vigilantes and Im- they actually <laughs> they took them out of the hands of vigilantes but then imprisoned them okay to
0: keep them away from the people that were trying to kill them. <laughs>
1: sort of kinda, yeah. not really.
0: <laughs> Cuz that, that was a, that was a pretty common thing back then if you had, you know, especially areas where the clan was big, if some black guy was accused of doing something, they would move him from prison to prison to prison to keep him safe.
1: Well, you know, this wasn't so much to keep them safe. It was because more or less um they Well, I'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Um over six thousand people were held at a convention hall and at the fairgrounds. Now, some of these people were held for as long as eight days. That's not protection days.
0: It depends on how long the riots gonna go, you know. The, the riots over.
1: It's done by that morning. Okay. It's fucking quashed. It's yeah. Done. So eight days is a lot. Yeah, they're they're held eight days yeah. after this. I,
0: I can see till the end of that day. Um, just to, you know, let everything fucking blow over. But
1: now, okay. Now, I, I got to – before I move on, I have to say I didn't put this in my notes, but I was watching a, another documentary, and I, I didn't think it was like until this point. I was like, oh, maybe it's not too relevant, but it actually really is. Yep. There was – so with all these black men in jail, who's going to work? I guess Whitey will have to do it. Not nah, well, in, in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I mean, obviously Who's not gonna white work? guys.
1: Women. Nobody's going to work. Oh. Because all the white women, all the women, they're working in uh, white men's houses. Oh. You know, they're I'm, doing. I'm put that shit to, to rest. They're doing uh, the the laundry and. The help. You know, the help. They're taking yeah. care of the, the children. Hopefully oh, shitting in pies. Probably. Baking. Yeah. Fucking doing great a job great job at that. That Oh, my God. Um, eat my shit. <laughs> uh but so the uh some of the white folks that you know had owned places were like all right we gotta have these guys working yeah. so they petitioned to have them released but when they got released you know because they, they, they were being held for their protection right? Right. right right no no they really weren't they were being held because uh they were thought to have been part or, or a cause of the whole thing. Ah. Not those white fuckers. No, they didn't do anything wrong. No, They're no, white. No, they could, no, they didn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um. They were made to actually wear these green. Um, uh, I don't know what the hell to call them. Um. Ah, Jesus, all, all I can think of is boutonier, but not boutonier. Um, kind of like a ribbon yeah okay green like a green ribbon that had like you know i don't know something on it i don't think they said what was on it but it basically signified that they
0: may, may as well have been a fucking yellow star
1: it was pretty <laughs> much said that you know hey i i have been released from jail because uh, you know I, I was one of those ones that yeah. caused whatever um so allegedly yeah allegedly Just uh throw that in there. yes <laughs> so they they you know they're let out and they, they go back to work uh, because, well, the vast majority of Tulsa's African-American population had been made homeless yeah, Yeah, you burned burn
0: their fucking city down, yeah.
1: Yet, despite efforts by the white establishment to force the relocation of the black community, within days of the violence, black Tulsans had already begun the long and arduous process of rebuilding Greenwood. Because that's now, what you do. When you lose uh, everything, yeah. you
0: fucking rebuild.
1: But, with that said... Vast majority of them, not a huge amount, but a small contingent, mm-hmm. did leave Tulsa.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, you can't blame them. They kind of said, you, you oh, fuck
1: this. Me. You know, this is how we're going to get treated. Yeah. You know, screw this. You, you just burn my whole community because what? You know, because of nothing? Yeah. Some you know? white
0: girl may maybe or maybe didn't get a, a fucking boob squeezed or something. You know, I you mean, know, Which, yeah, that's gross. It's awful, yeah. but still, like, it's not worth burning down. And killing a bunch of fucking people. Yeah.
1: Thousands, uh, however, were forced to spend the winter of 1921, 1922 living in tents. In the wake of violence, 35 city blocks lay in charred ruins. Uh, more than 800 people were treated for injuries. And, temporary re- uh, c- and contemporary reports of deaths began at 36. Historians now believe as many as 300 people may have died.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised and,
1: by that. Like I saw um there's some like photos and stuff that were on some of these documentaries of uh of actual, you know, the the city the the town. Or not really town, but like the uh call it borough. Okay. I guess. Kinda you know, kinda like Queens or Bronx or whatever. Makes up New York City, yeah. but it's um whole you know neighborhood fucking gone. Yeah, exactly. Hardly nothing left. Just, you know, sticks and rubble. Kinda crazy. Yeah. Now not one of these criminal acts was then then or ever uh had it, has it been prosecuted. Nope. Or punished by government at any level. Municipal, county, state, or federal. Even after the restoration of order it was official policy to release a black detainee upon – only upon the application of a white person and then only if the white person accepted – agreed to accept responsibility of, for that detainee's subsequent behavior. <laughs> so that's just what I was, I was saying. Actually, I did put it in. Um, apologize. So, But they had to wear that yeah. um, green little ribbon. Uh, As private citizens, many white Tulsa whites in Tulsa and neighboring communities did extend invaluable assistance to the uh, massacre victims, and the relief efforts of the American Red Cross, in particular, provided a model of human behavior as it is uh, at its best. Although the city and government county government bore much of the cost of of the Red Cross relief neither contributed substantially to Greenwood's rebuilding. In fact, municipal authorities acted uh, initially to impede rebuilding. So they're like, you know, fuck you, pretty much, you know? Yeah. Uh, In 1997, a Tulsa Race Riot Commission was formed by the state of Oklahoma. I'm sorry, in what year? 1997.
0: You mean like 70 years after this happened?
1: 1997.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Huh. Uh Yeah, 76. 76 years?
0: Yeah. That's that's great. Uh, yeah. Good time.
1: Uh so the Tulsa Race Riot Commission was formed by the state of Oklahoma to investigate the massacre and formally document the incident. Members of the commission gathered accounts of survivors who were still alive, documents from individuals who witnessed the massacre, but had since died, uh, and other historical evidence. Scholars use the accounts of witnesses and ground-piercing radar to locate a potential mass grave just outside Tulsa's uh, Oaklawn Cemetery, uh, suggesting the death toll may be much higher than the original records indicate. Um, it is preliminary rec- in its preliminary recommendations, the commission suggested that the state of Oklahoma pay thirty-three million dollars in restitution, some of it to the one hundred twenty-one surviving victims who had been uh, located. However, no legislative, legislative, however, no legislative action was ever taken on the recommendation, and the commission had no power to force legislation. The commission's final report was published on February 28th, 2001. Jesus Christ. So fucking, so, yeah, that long. 97, 2001. That's yeah, another six years. Yeah, so, I
0: uh, mean. We'll already we'll, in uh, 82
1: years-ish, somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, in April of 2000. Speedy justice is what uh, that is. Of course. Yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. In April of 2002, a private religious charity, the Tulsa Metropolitan Ministry, paid a total of $28,000 to survivors, a little more than $200 each, using funds raised from private donations. In 2010, John Hope Franklin uh, Reconciliation Park was opened in Greenwood District to memorialize the massacre. Named for historian and civil rights advocate John Hope Franklin, whose father survived the massacre, The park features the Tower of Reconciliation, a 25-foot-tall sculpture that commemorates African-American struggle. Uh, You
0: you want to go down to I'm Sorry Park and play by the lake? Yeah. Eh, That's pretty much what that is. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Greenwood Rising uh, History Center honoring Black Wall Street, memorializing the victims of the massacre, and telling its story was established in uh, 2021. By the 1921 Tulsa Massacre uh, Centennial Commission, founded in 2015.
0: Damn.
1: So, uh, oh, also before I end this, well, not really the end, but it's one last thing um, that I'm going to talk about, and then we're going to actually watch the, the video. Yep. Um, I have to actually say, because, I mean, some would be like, well, what the fuck happened with, you know, Dick and Sarah? What happened? What happened with the whole thing? They got married. No. Uh, so the the case of Dick Rowland v. Sarah Page, well, that actually never happened. Yeah, of course not. Uh, because she didn't want to testify against him after all, and he would then be set free because, well, if no charges are, you know, can be substantiated, brought up, you can't keep him.
0: Hence, why I think nothing actually
1: happened. So, Dick, uh, once he was released, for some reason, I don't probably because of shame or everything happened. Yeah, he said, "I'm out of here." Fuck this. He left town and never came back.
0: I don't blame him. Don't blame
1: him. Um, so now we're gonna watch a a video and kind of react to it. It's uh from this guy named Officer Tatum. Um, it's um. It's, a, a black man's kind of take on the whole, whole situation. Yep. And cause it's, you know, it's, it's his side of, he did some research, he looked into it and, you know, we'll go from there. So we'll kind of play it and we'll, uh, we'll kind of give our feedback.
0: Yeah. So since the file is too big to actually copy and paste in, um, well, I'll just put a link up for it in the show notes. Yeah, because uh, so this,
1: this would have been the part where we said, okay, so that was, you know, that was that. And right. let's, let's comment on it. So we're, we'll still comment. Yeah. But I kind of want to hear what your folks' com- thoughts are on the situation and how, you know, what you think. I don't, I'm i not going to say any answers right or wrong because.
0: The guy makes a lot of good points. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, it's, uh... One way or the other,
1: he's... A lot of people, like he said, you know, there was, uh... Even our own president got involved and made claims that it was, uh, you know, uh, an exorbitant amount of people that died. Yeah,
0: but this is also the president claims that claims to be fucking competent. So, no. I mean, let's.
1: <laughs> but... Great assault, buddy. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, uh... Um, It's just one of those ones where, you know, if we had more concrete evidence to substantiate a lot of things would make life a little bit easier to say, okay, this is what happened. And this is why the race riot started not a massacre, but a race riot. Um,
0: Nobody was in the right. No, let's put it that way. It doesn't matter what color you are. Nobody was in the right in this situation. No, and, and the this plain ge- and simple.
1: Uh, the gentleman, you know, that we're, you know, the video that we're gonna, you know, uh, link. He does. uh, He. Uh, how how do I say this? He relates what happened, that for everything that led up to yep uh, Greenwood burning, to uh, BLM. Okay. So, kind of like, uh. So, kind of like, uh. With everything that happened with. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, everything
0: that Black Lives Matter has been involved in for the most part.
1: What? Uh. Well, I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name that got killed. I mean, yeah, George he, Floyd. George Floyd. Uh, he got. He, it was wrong. Um. But, like, some of the other ones, you know. That everything happened, and then all of a sudden it escalates yep. beyond that to, you know, like Portland, for example. You're burning, you know, just because of, I don't know, burning whatever.
0: Burning down your own community. Yeah, burning down different mad.
1: places because you're mad. Which well, is the
0: stupidest, that's that's the thing I've been is. saying like since all of this shit really started back whenever it was it's the stupidest thing you can do is get mad enough that
1: you burn down your own
0: community because you're fucking mad
1: or burn down someone else's community. Right. And this is what happened here. It was the white people, white folks were pissed because some black guy. What? Allegedly raped a girl. Um, don't know if it happened, but you know who does? The two people that were involved. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're both probably dead by probably now. Probably dead. But, you know, who, who knows? But rumor mill goes around and everything. Right. You know, and things spread just like with everything that happened, you know, a few years back. Mm-hmm. And one thing leads to another. We get that kid that, you know, shot those people uh, in, uh, where the fuck was it? Oklahoma? No. Which one? The uh, uh Nower kid, I was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, okay. He shot those people. Oh, rumor mill Listen. spreads about how, oh, he was this. Okay, yeah, was he in the right because he was there? Fuck no. He sh- should he had a what, an AR fifteen? Hell no.
0: Well, no, but the uh, homeboy that got his arm blown off shouldn't have been there either because he traveled the same distance and he's also guess what? A registered fucking felon in possession of a handgun. Yeah. Um, And technically, one of the guys he killed wasn't a person. It was a pedophile. So, whatever. um,
1: Like I said, it's it's one of those ones where rumor mill spreads around. It turns... Everything turns around so that this kid is... uh, He is the goddamn devil. Yeah, he is the Bane. He is evil because he was there with a black rifle and he was going to kill people, whatever, yada yada, which actually turns out to be false. What he was actually there to do was to protect people and to help people that were needed aid yeah which which was the truth you know i mean yeah should he have been there with a a rifle no because not old enough um, right to have it and and, you know by the state's mandate i believe it's what it was (laughs) <laughs> it's just I was gonna
0: say i I roll at that one a little bit, cause, uh I mean I was fucking like twelve when I got my first rifle, technically, but whatever,
1: you know well, we all were yeah. i mean, but still it's but it was one of them
0: scary a r fifteens that kill four hundred and fifty million people a year in this country, you know, even though handguns are far more responsible for the crime rate and you know all that
1: but, yeah, i mean it's just it's just a lot of uh A lot of dumb shit. A a lot of dumb shit and a lot of, you know, um, we need to – it's almost like our society needs to stop, take a breath, and really think about how we're portraying things and what we're saying because what we're saying influences people down the road. You know, like the documentary I watched, I guarantee that this gentleman who was an attorney – he happened to be an African-American – he full-heartedly believed what he was saying was absolutely 100% correct. But a historian that was on a white guy It's a historian, the other guy wasn't a historian, doesn't know anything about history, doesn't know anything about anything, right. you know, just probably just, just learned about it through whatever, and was told f- incorrect information, you know, It's just people like that that kind of spout off things that's not correct. I mean, yeah, history isn't always correct either. Right. But But when it it turns out to be found out to be wrong and then gets corrected, everybody knows about it.
0: But the thing is that, that people don't like to talk about is none of this shit nowadays has anything to do with race. It's all about politics. Because if it wasn't, it wouldn't be in the fucking news all the time. You wouldn't have people building their entire fucking campaign platforms off of it. It's all politics. They're turning us against each other. Doesn't matter what fucking color you are, as long as you're under control. That's all they care about.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and it's fucking gross.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy, but you know, and it's difference between then and now is then was it was more actually be about race yeah more racially <laughs> more, more a lot the racial tension was high I mean it would all do you know right right you know you had you know black folk who had been hundreds of years being oppressed mm-hmm. finally got something where they could you know call their own there was a lot of black folk that actually became millionaires yep And And then they took them off the fucking packaging for the products that they endorsed. Yeah, (laughs) and I mean throwback to Patreon. (laughs) Um, it just kind of, uh, you know, just shows that you know, and then the other side, you know, the white folk get fucking pissed because, well, how dare they? They know they're they're less than us, and they shouldn't be, you know, uh, doing well in in their life.
0: Yeah, um which is also yucky. I mean ever you, you should listen. We're all on the same team here. It's Team America. You should be pulling for each other, man. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you 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 fucking hate the president. I mean, I get it, but do you really want him to die? That's like saying you want the fucking pilot of your plane to have a heart attack mid-flight. Kind of kind of a stupid thing, but <laughs> you know, I just want it, I want a pilot that knows what direction we're going. <laughs> you know I mean? True. Yeah. How to no, get around? Not them. one that's sitting in the other seat, and they're just like they've got like the fucking play school steering wheel for him. I'm flying the plane. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. Um, but yeah,
0: I'm gonna go finger paint
1: now. So okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So this isn't. I mean, this isn't you know as long as uh, Kevin's episodes, but you know it's still. I th- thought it was a uh, an interesting topic in one of those. Uh,
0: Don't be jealous of my girth.
1: <laughs> none. Definitely not
0: my length and girth.
1: Um, but this is kind of one of those uh, topics that kind of can spark a conversation.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I'm sure this one will.
1: You know, um, I don't, I don't feel anything. You know, if you're right, you know, you could be right, you could be wrong, but don't, you know, just don't badmouth people because if they're wrong or if they're right.
0: I mean, that's that's not how it works though. That's it's just how 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 it always has been and always will be.
1: But don't do it know? on our page. No. <laughs> I will bop you.
0: <laughs> I'll fucking bop myself here shortly. Uh, okay. But
1: yeah. So that's, you know, the the race riot of nineteen twenty one in Tulsa.
0: Next week's episode isn't gonna be a serious, I promise.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause I was like, what am I gonna do? And I was like, Oh that we haven't talked about that in a while. That could be fun. <gasps> oh, Oh, we haven't been there ever, so let's do that. So, yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: Um, he is, That is the most vague thing yeah, ever. I like
0: to keep it that way, buddy, because... Uh, He's you know. a vague motherfucker. Yep.
1: So, yeah, with that said... Uh... Oh, two things. What?
0: So, first of all, we're going to be doing an episode next month with our buddy, Justin Rimmel, as long as we still have a platform by then. Uh, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Fuck him.
0: I mean, so... That'll be fun. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. I mean, Kevin knows.
1: I, I don't fucking remember. It's because you're old. Yeah, that's right.
0: You had racism on the brain. I so. did. I did. Um, yeah. So that'll that'll be cool. And I forgot what the other thing was. I have no clue. It was definitely a thing, though. Son uh, of a bitch.
1: Listen, keep listening to the end of the episode yeah, because just, yeah. we're going to have a little thing at the end. And
0: listen to the goddamn ads. It's the only way we make money with the network. So
1: We're not begging. I'm saying. not
0: begging. I'm demanding. Yes. God damn it.
1: He's the demand. Demander. It's like
0: 90 seconds. Just, just listen to him, please, please. Um. Suck your dick.
1: Just listen to, the, <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> I got a mouth to feed, man. Oh wait, you're not funny. Stop laughing. You, uh, you're making jokes like you're funny. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. According to some of our, you know, stuff.
0: Yeah, I'd like to hear that <laughs> douchebags podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's probably fucking boring. Probably.
1: Yeah. Uh, what a cunt. So yeah, head on probably over to. Dies. uh you're, you know, you're like, local... say that
0: because he's not one of our listeners, clearly. Uh, so,
1: head on to your local uh, Facebook or Patreon or, you know, all that good stuff and yep. do the thing that you do. You know, well, the Patreon you want, as Kevin has so graciously I mean, it's kept saying, patreon.com
0: forward slash podcast in case you forgot.
1: Oh, so. I mean, how can you forget? You mentioned it like third time, maybe. I'm
0: fucking marketing man. You are. I'm a marketing genius.
1: Five dollars a month. Yep get you a free it's not free motherfucker
0: stop telling them it's free they're paying for it five dollars a month gets you an extra episode every week oh, son of
1: a bitch will that five dollars get you like, a free hey, episode I went,
0: went to the fucking uh, the deli and I gave him twelve bucks and they gave me a free sandwich no you paid for the fucking sandwich
1: <laughs> All right.
0: this is how capitalism works Son of a... You pay for a product, and you get it. Whether it's quality or not is a different story completely. Listen,
1: this is reverse psychology. I was just trying to get them to give us... No, it's not. It's you
0: not knowing what you're talking about.
1: Listen, I was trying to get them to give us five bucks, and then, you know, they'll say it's free. They'll think, oh, But it's not
0: free! They gave us money! (laughs) It's not how that works! (laughs) You're not getting it! (sighs) I I know you went to the fucking... The Lenin School of, you know, economics, but that's not how this works at all!
1: Ah, Jesus... (sighs) You're not getting me. It's okay. I understand. I'm
0: sorry, comrade. I'm not understanding what you're saying, but. No, you're definitely not. No, because it's not free that paid for it. <sighs> you're such a douchebag. I got all these free rifle parts that I paid for. Why don't you just continue on? Jesus Christ. What else do we get? Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast. $5 a month gets you an extra episode once a week, usually. Um, you can also go over to studio.com and check out some excellent earphones, headbuds. Head Did that on purpose. And a speaker which is also excellent. Um, Do you, what do you, do you have any earbuds through them? Yeah. What do you have? The ETS. Okay. So (laughs) I have the, I think, I believe I have a pair of ETS also, and I lost one. So then I bought the A2s, which are fucking huge, huge earbuds. But I go through one a day at work and I have it going for a, all said and done, probably about six hours. And I go through one of them a shift at work, which is pretty goddamn impressive. So, mm. and the speaker I charge like once every three weeks. So, um, yeah, good, good shit. Go check yeah. it out. Um, Patreon.com forward slash dark one. <laughs> and uh, with that being said,
1: social um, medias go over there, yes. rate, review, subscribe any place that you can rate, review, and subscribe for our podcast. It may or may not help us. I'm not quite fucking sure. It probably sure.
0: doesn't. I mean, you know, at, at this point in time, it's been almost five years. We're not going to get any better. I mean, I mean... We're four and a half. Um, no, we're we're closer to five than four and a half, my no, friend. No,
1: no, no. I'm talking about a review level. Oh, on, whatever. On yeah. Apple.
0: It's like uh, having the biggest dick in daycare. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm gonna say the biggest dick in jail, but, I mean, that could potentially become hazardous for, for your own health. <laughs> it's true. Um, but... With that said, don't don't stab anybody in the shower or whatever, wherever I was going with that. I don't know. Oh, God, this is going to be a nightmare to edit.
1: And just because you can't see out in the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. I still can't believe you said that. on (laughs) Bye.